Welcome, everyone, to an all-new episode of Valley of the Nerds. My name is Manny. My name is Brandon. My name is Alex. And together we are the... Wait, did I already give the name of the title at the very beginning? I think you did. The name of the title. The title of the show. Ah, damn it. You guys got to forgive me. I'm kind of like a little loopy today. But anyway, welcome to Valley of the Nerds, guys. All right. uh, Brandon, what do we have in store for tonight? Uh, Well, aside from uh, mispronouncing the name of the show, um, we are going to discuss a few different What did I say? No, 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 you you actually hit Valley of the Nerds. I'm just giving you our time. Um, So we're going to talk about um, the Batman. The Batman. It's Batman. It, it has taken over everywhere. It is, you know, the Batman. Um, so we're going to talk about that. We have to. Um, and then, surprise, surprise, we got an Obi-Wan trailer dropped in our laps yesterday. So we're going to talk about that. And today is March 10th, 2022. So um, Obi-Wan trailer came out yesterday. And then we're going to get into some Apple TV Plus shows that have really, um, are really fascinating. Um, and I think they should be discussed on a more in-depth level. So... Um, let's jump right to the Batman. We have two people who have seen it. Um, obviously, um, you know, the, the, you guys are more DC than I am. And not that I would not going to go see this movie. I also have a three week old at home. So it's a little bit more difficult to get out of the house um, for that period of time. So um, that being said, and also I want to see it with my wife. I'm sure she wants to see it. So anyways, nobody wants to hear about that shit. Um, Bro, trust <laughs> me, I've, I've had small kids too, uh, babies. Uh, you're not going to get to a movie anytime soon. It, exactly. I didn't see Spider-Man. I'm just going to wait till Disney plus. Uh, hopefully this thing comes out on HBO mag um, soon. And then, you know, I can just watch it that way. Um, but well, from what t- I understand, from what I understand, uh, all the movies that Warner brothers is releasing in 2020, what is it? 2022 that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, they are actually, I think last year, what they were doing is that they were releasing the movies mm-hmm. same day. On HBO mm-hmm. Max, the same day that they were releasing them in theaters, right? They gave people the option. You don't, you don't feel safe to be in a movie theater? Well, guess what? You get to watch right. it at home. But this year, what they're doing is that because a lot of movie theaters were actually getting pissed off and then a, lot of, a lot of studios and a lot of directors were getting upset that they felt that their movies weren't making the kind of money they could have made if they had only been released in theaters just say her name um, just say scarlett johansson he, no not not just her not just her but like you know we got the Alex likes chuckles of, we got we got the likes of christopher nolan we got the likes of you know all these big yeah you know yeah i know you got the egos, about it, right? you got the egos yeah, yeah 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 so i mean and yeah and i understand where they're coming from um but you know interesting times we're in but anyway no, what, for, for what, sure. what what they're doing this year is that they'll release them uh directly in movie theaters However, they're going to have a 45 day window of strictly in theaters, and then they're going to release them on HBO Max right after that. So from what I understand, uh, the Batman will be uh, in on HBO Max sometime mid-April. I like that. So perfect. Um, So that's that's great for people like me who can't get out of the house or others who uh, may listen who can't or don't want to go to a theater yet or just can't because they have to buy gas. <laughs> they have to decide what they need to do. So um, anyways, let's jump right to Alex. You've been awfully quiet um, and you just saw it. You're the most recent person to see it. So what were your thoughts? I know the trailers look pretty dope coming up to this. So what were your, th- you know, how did Matt Reeves do? Yeah. Yeah. You listen, the trailers are great. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to start with the negative, unfortunately. Oh and there, there we is, go. There we go. Some negative. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it was a bit long at, at almost three hour runtime. It's, it, it's, it's tough. It's, it's a tough slog. Uh, I have always been a proponent of taking 
the materials from the comics and making films out of that because there's absolutely been some amazing storylines in the comics. I think the Batman borrows heavily from uh, Batman Year One. It borrows from uh, Hush. Uh, Manny and I were talking. Uh, I think you were on the thread as well. There's another one in there. There's a, there's a handful, which long is great. Long Halloween. Long, exactly. Thank you. Long Halloween. Great stories. Great comics. They made some animated films out of it. I, I, I think they're fantastic. I think they try to put a whole lot into these three hours. Um, and, and there was definitely some storyline that they could have cut out, I think. And that would have made it a nice, tight, maybe two hours and 15 minutes. That being said, to me, the visuals were great. I think uh, Pattinson did a great job. I did enjoy him. And I'm frankly looking at this film as, as you know, laying the foundation. So I'm going to reserve my, 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 my judgment uh, for, for Reeves and, and all of these guys until I see... The second film, which I think will then just really just go nuts and 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 and, and tell an even greater story, explore that world even more. But uh, is it worth watching? Definitely, go so, check it out. So let me ask let me ask you this before I flip it over to Manny. And I guess this question can be for Manny specifically. It's, it's by based on Alex's comments, it seems like it sets up for a sequel. Does it? Oh set yeah, up? yeah, yeah, uh, guaranteed. 100%. Yeah, they've already established. They want they want they want a trilogy. Oh, okay, okay. So I did not, I didn't know that. Okay, so are they? Does it seem like they're trying to set it up like a universe, or just kind of like what Nolan did? No, I think this is going to be a very, um, very tight knit kind of universe of its own, right? Right. This is kind of right. like um, it, it's setting up its own thing. You know, like I don't think aliens are going to exist in in this universe kind of thing. Right. There's not going to be any like fucking, you know, magical beans from the ocean who fuck fish. Um, they, I think um, I think it's going to be its own thing. It's going to be its own thing. However, if they open it up, I, I don't think that they are going to um, I don't think it's going to connect to the DCEU that's already existed as far as we'll just refer to it as the Snyderverse, right? Because even if yeah. even if Zack Snyder didn't direct it, he he his name is like just plastered all over it if you look at the credits for any okay. of it. Okay, so um so th that answers your question, right? But yes, there well, there is gonna be a trilogy. It, and know, it, oh it, it but does. also but also there are going to be this just announced there are going to be spin-offs of this that are going to yeah, be released on that. HBO Max. There's really T V shows. Yeah, yes, penguin, they yeah. they've actually they actually just completely greenlit uh, a penguin series. And and it's gonna take immediately it's gonna take place after the events of the Batman. So I think they're going to use this as an opportunity to kind of give us a story between the Batman and the sequel to the Batman. It's, it's like it. plenty. It's, you know, yeah. Disney, Disney showed us, showed the model. If you have the yep. content and it seems like the actors now, if the money's there, they're willing to do this because unlike TV of the past, it's not like, you know, when Agent, remember when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was on TV and we're like, yeah, that's kind of cool, but it doesn't look as good as it could be on a movie. And now these, you know, these episodes are freaking multi-million dollar projects, right? Like they're like movies on their own, like Mandalorian yeah. now, like they're flying shit. Like, you know, it's it's getting, you know, WandaVision has like, it, it was a full on Marvel production, you know, so it's, it's pretty great. Okay, so let me, the third question I have for Batman is, do you see any connections to Joker? 
you know, and there's going to be another Joker movie too. Well, so. how much, how much can we talk about? Are we going to go full on spoilers? I think, I think. Oh, so um, so to answer not, that question. Okay. Okay. So that is a good, that, that, that are we going to go full on spoilers? Let's answer, let's, let's ask that question. Let's answer. Well, that. I, I we think there's, go th- there's not a whole though. lot you can possibly spoil in this movie though. There's not a lot of big surprises as far as like, you know, where the story's going or anything. You, like you didn't think the end? At the very I, end, when when the Riddler's in in Arkham, I, I and he talks felt, to his friend in the cell next to him. I actually felt that that friend in the cell next to him was kind of unnecessary. We didn't need to see that. But who was honestly? It? it it's 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 um it's suggested that it is the Joker. However, yep. it might be the Joker from year two in the sense that like he hasn't quite developed that persona quite yet. Yeah. Um, I got a bunch of theories about that, you know, but okay, um, so, so it's not Joaquin Phoenix, right? Like that's who it's it's not no, that version. No, no unfortunately, no, not. It's not that okay. version. You see, I DC DC is not going to follow the the Marvel model. But I don't know. And that, I think, but, but I think, and, they, and actually, and and I think that's a good thing. Okay, but because what about I Flash feel Point? like, well, the Flashpoint is going to be its own. I don't know. I don't even know. Okay, so exactly. I think there's going to be different universes existing, <laughs> and and they don't they don't have to follow Marvel's same model. And I think that like I you know they don't have the to connect, one issue right? that I have they can just exist. Yeah, they can exist. And I think the problem with Marvel is that while each one of the Marvel movies have their own personalities, it has to still exists when the same template of the world of the Avengers that exists within that world, right? As far as what is possible, as far as the kind of creatures, aliens, the physics, the the tone, the the up to it this has point, to exist yes. within the same cities. Yes. Up to this point, yes. And this and this, whereas movie like the Batman, because it is disconnected from the Snyderverse, Gotham City itself can be its can have its own personality separate from everything that was established by Zack Snyder. No, that uh, and I think that's a I think that's a first of all that's an amazing point and I appreciate it and I think and I mean Alex can just give me a head nod if I'm going in the right direction like that I think Marvel's going to take this approach after multiverse where it's no, like le- remember the Avengers yeah that's one story but now yeah. it's like it's so different and it's going to have these like independent feels right I, that's where i think that's where your point and the batman can do that and they can do it a lot smoother than marvel can like marvel has to really untwist a lot of things in order to get to that point so that's but fair. going back but yeah, going, going back, back to, to the whole thing but go no but going back to the thing as to whether are we doing spoilers there really isn't a whole lot you can spoil aside from like let's say the appearance of that last character um uh, yeah, because if you're, if you're if you're if you're if you're familiar with the storylines like hush you're familiar with long halloween and even you know sprinkle in some no man's land in there um then you already have a general idea of where the story is kind of going to go it's just a matter of how they're going to flesh it out um there are only maybe about two major critiques that i have about the batman okay. um other than that i i you know and for that reason i think if i if i had to score it out of 10 i'm gonna have to go with like an 8.75 out of 10 you know not quite ready to give it a nine you know because of my critiques of this um and and i think my critiques of it one of it is just really petty and and it could be like to many people it could be so insignificant but for me it just pulled me out of the story now one thing that we've seen in a lot and not actually i'll say in most of the live action batman movies is that 
when the action is actually happening, we don't have a pop culture song. We don't have so-called needle drop in the movie, right? So it's normally just actual original compositions that were done for the movies. Whereas this, you know, we actually had a song from the Nirvana's Nevermind album playing Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the movie and then at the end of the movie. And that pulled me out. That kind of brought me back. And it's like, wait, is this Gotham City or is this based in our world? You know, it just it just pulled Mm. me out of that world a little bit. That suspension of disbelief. And that that was my problem with that is that it just kind of pulled me out of it. And I felt like it was completely out of place. Um, So you wanted the the score like Michael, whatever his name is, Giagino or. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, that that's one critique. The other critique that I have is that I felt like Robert Pattinson did not make a good uh, Bruce Wayne, but I'm willing to give it. I'm willing to wait and see where Matt Reeves is going to take how Bruce Wayne, not Batman, but how Bruce Wayne is going to evolve in this trilogy. Remember this is year two, right? And uh, so, you know, it's kind of like that thing when like suddenly uh, uh, an alcoholic hood rat uh, finds Jesus. And then once they become start loving Jesus, they just become like all about Jesus. Where like everything about their life is about Jesus. You know, they're just so involved in it. They're so focused on that thing. And that's what that's what Bruce Wayne is is kind of happening to him right here. Everything about him is about being the Batman. It's about being vengeance. It's about that to the point that it became a recluse. And he kind of just forgot that he was Bruce Wayne, that he's supposed to be Bruce Wayne. Right. So later on, I think in the in the other movies and then the trilogy, I think he's going to evolve into that, where to me, as anybody who has read the books kind of knows that Bruce Wayne is the real mask. Right. So he will eventually evolve into learning how to become the Bruce Wayne that we've known, you know, throughout the years, like the billionaire playboy, the guy who shows up to the guy who, yeah, the guy who shows up to galas and with like different, you know, girls around his arms and so forth. Who swims in tiny little pools and hotels. Yes. You know, so (laughs) that was my issue. So like, because I'm like, I couldn't buy it. I, I, I would see Robert Pattinson and I just couldn't buy it that he was Bruce Wayne. You know, but let, let's just see. Let's just see where it goes. Did he make a great Batman? I thought he made a hell of a great Batman. That's good. That's so. Good. Those, those, so, so those were my only two major gripes with this movie. Okay, so we have potential Joker, and we have, and that's a. I don't know. That's a spoiler. Just gossip, right? That's just hearsay. But let's just. We don't have to throw a spoiler on it. But potential mm-hmm. Joker. We have two more movies. And we have very minimal critique. So it seems like a must watch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, love it. No reason not to. I love it. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll check in in a month when I see this movie, when I, I'm a pop. I'll say this, Alex, I will ask you this question. You saw this mm. one yeah. now, because there seems to be this discourse immediately. As soon as the movie was released. Now I'm not going to buy into this discourse because I feel like we don't have to compare movies we don't yeah, right. one can exist and one can exist and the other can exist. They can coexist and the quality of one doesn't necessarily have to lessen the other kind of thing. Sure. Right. Yeah. But for the sake of the discourse that I keep seeing by the fanboys all over online and on Twitter on that, 
if yeah. you had to compare the Dark Knight with this, <laughs> right? Dark Knight, wouldn't you compare it to Batman Begins? No, well, I could, but I'm this is what the discourse is right now online. Oh, wow, the yeah. Dark Knight. And oh, so they're one. saying it's the, the best Batman as, movie as, ever. As, 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 as some people are saying what? that the Batman is the best Batman movie ever. Wow. Some people uh, are saying that the Dark Knight I is I the praise. best Batman movie ever. I've been reading I different things. I, 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 people are the Dark Knight, then this one, Batman Begins, and then depending on the different article you read, they switch positions, but they're agreed in the top three. Your question, I think that they can exist as you just said in their own space and their own place, right? Same with the comics, some great comics that we just mentioned, where the universes were slightly tweaked. They didn't necessarily exist all within the same space, and they're all fantastic on their own. They're slightly different takes on this fantastic story, on this great character, fits perfectly. And, and they, they, it's, it's a tribute to the story. So I enjoyed it. Had they gone backwards and done a... What is it, George Clooney with the nipple? You know, <laughs> Bat- uh, nipples. Batman? Yes. Then we then we could definitely say, you know, this is bullshit. But this was this was this was a great take, and uh, it, it it it's right up there with any of the other ones. I say sure. that this one, why this one? What I really appre- appreciated about this one is well, are the two things. One is that it is the first time we get a live action Batman movie where the majority of the time he's on screen, he's as Batman. It's actually just. It is re- it's generally a Batman movie. <laughs> yeah. He's on yeah, there about he, he's good. dressed as Batman. I wonder what 95 Batman, about 90 to 95% of the time. Okay. I wonder what the Batman Bruce Wayne ratio is in some of these movies. Yeah, you see like the Dark Knight Rises, we had that. Batman doesn't show up until oh, about what like 40 Dude, 45 minutes into I think into Batman it? begins like 90% Bruce Wayne. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so so were this one it is Batman on the screen, even when he's trying to solve crimes Dope. and everything. Oh, yeah. That's, and, that, that's one thing I've heard that is the dopest thing, like the crime yeah, solving the detective part of it. And it, it is yeah. another thing that I appreciate about uh, this yeah. one compared to, like, let's say the Snyder uh, versions. Now, I mean, I know that a bunch of Snyder cultists are probably going to, like, want to lynch me after this, but I don't care. Fuck them. Right. So but one thing I do appreciate about this one compared to the Snyder movies. Now, again, don't get me wrong. There's while I think they're not the most amazing movies, there's plenty in there for me to appreciate them. Right. So um, there was a lot of references to the comics and the storylines in the Snyder movies. However, they were done in such a way that they weren't fleshed out and they were only there just to please the fans and those who have no, you know, no knowledge of the storylines or anything in the books that they're just going to be like, what the hell did we just watch? It's like and then fucking... a bunch of nerds like me have. Yeah. A bunch of nerds like me have to be like, <laughs> oh, you see, well, that's kind of like from the injustice or that's from the flashpoint. If that from the, in the flashpoint paradox, what happened is and blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, in the it... Batman, it is to me, it is one of the most probably, if not the most comic book accurate batman that we've got the stories and there's so much of it from the books but done in such a way that you don't have to have any familiarity with the books it's just there for you and it explained that you don't need some nerd to explain it to you uh, that that's that's good to hear i mean i think this movie's going to be uh, very successful it seems to be already oh, yeah. very successful and um 
yeah, I mean, who knows where it's going to go? You know, like I'm, yeah. I'm curious to see uh, what happens, uh, especially yeah, with now with, with this Penguin show on HBO. Like that's that's going to open. I can the door. tell you, I can tell you for Colin Farrell, uh, he does a great job in it. Oh yeah, I kept, great. I kept looking at the guy to try to find traces of him, and he completely loses himself in this character. I mean, Absolutely. visually, everything about him just. It's like it's not Colin Farrell. It's impossible. It, but this motherfucker, it, they're, they're tremendous getting, job. They're good. However, like, I, I'm, I'm, go ahead. Uh, however, there were there were a couple of things about Colin Farrell in this role. Is that one? He was trying to channel Robert De Niro in The Untouchables way too much. <laughs> and and the other was that based on the makeup and the way his facial expressions, I kept seeing Robert De Niro in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. <laughs> I could see that. I could yeah. see that. The, the, so that's the, my the only thing. That heavy, they did heavy, on the Niro, heavy De Niro vibes. Okay. Um, Trust me. After this, as soon as you get a chance, look up a picture of Robert De Niro and Frankenstein, and you will see exactly what I, I'm I talking agree. about. And okay. yeah, and look up clips of Robert De Niro in The Untouchables. I, I, I think after the show, exactly what you I'm need to do about. an Instagram post where they're face by face, Manny. I think you should do that. Okay. I think I think you'd have some fun with that. Um, I know that went a little long, and I appreciate it because I don't think a lot of people do. So let's go just a couple of quick quick minutes on the Obi Wan trailer. Yes. So Obi Wan popped up on in our feeds. There's a trailer where Ewan McGregor is looking Obi Wan-y. He's looking uh, old. He's looking al- kind of Alex Guinea. See. So, what do you guys think? Give, give me your thoughts. I'll just say one word: splooge. That's all. We'll, all I'll say about this. At mother effing splooge. Whenever I'm whenever, ready. I, whenever I see something yes. like that, I send the. Uh, I'm ready. Wayne, take world. take my money. I, I am more, ex- yeah, just splooge and take my money. <laughs> I, I, I liked it a lot. I, I wish my first thought was, fuck, we're on Tatooine yet again. Come but, on, man. Tatooine's where it's at. But, but look, it looks good. They, they, they're, they're introducing a lot of characters, some that are known, some that are not known. Yes. If you look, what, what I'm most impressed with is if you look at the list of actors that are going to be appearing in, in this uh, limited series, uh, it's it's it looks fucking amazing. I mean, just really, just top notch actors, really, really good characters, and uh, um, I mean, it expands the universe with, with with without having to get too much off planet, right? I'm harping on that fact, but the the universe again expands characters, story. Uh, you know, fuck, man, it looks good. It just Look, looks man, really good. I I will say, if there's one character that um that's deeply connected to the skywalkers that we all care about it's definitely obi-wan right it's not a fucking mm-hmm. droid like you can yeah you know, yeah you can you know give us r2d2 or you know c3po and be like oh yeah there we go we recognize these guys but like obi-wan is the guy and you know yep, especially yep. if you know you can have you who's a world-class actor so i mean uh, I'm, I'm excited for it i'm very excited for it. that's in two months so that's in mid-may like may 25th so Oh, good. Well, I think let's jump right to the Apple TV Plus shows. And um, um, Alex is, uh, you know, you can't see this because we don't release the videos uh, for your for your safety. Uh, we don't release these videos. You know, like we you, you don't want to see what's right. going no, on. Here, you don't want to see us. Well, I know. All 20 listeners that we have. Um, sometimes it goes to 50. Sometimes it goes to 30. You never hey. know. Um, it all depends on how many devices I listen to. Uh, <laughs> so um, let's start right with Severance. 
It's right. been, there's been five episodes. I'm only going to talk about the first four because okay. episode five technically doesn't come out until tomorrow. But Apple TV, if you have Apple TV Plus, I guess they release it like a day early or I don't know when. I don't know what time midnight is right you know when they release but i got a notification around six o'clock and i was like oh it's on so yeah um you have already watched the show right all all four episodes manny you have not seen it right okay so uh the top you know i brought it up in i think um, one of our show recommendations and i think it's good enough we can actually talk about it a little more because the, the concept of this is so conceptually phenomenal Right, and it's so dark um, and yes. so weird. Like, yes, it's, it's just so. It's like it's like watching a slow motion car accident, but also the car accident is heading into a black hole. Like, it's like, oh my god! Like, it, there's just a lot of weirdness going on. So, Adam Scott, we're used to seeing Adam Scott in the office due to Parks and Rec. So, mm. um, we it, we have a familiar face. He works at this company called Lumen, which is like a dark, ominous company. We have no idea what they do. Patricia Arquette is the boss or his boss. There's the board, which only speaks via intercom, like all their technology. Well, anyway, go who on, knows? Go on. Who knows what's behind that? You know, like it's very Wizard of Ozzy, you know, like, you know, the band behind the curtain, but there's a lot of curtains. It's, you know, it looks like they're in a big maze. But anyways, like Lumen, essentially, if you work for this company on a certain if you work for this department you get a process a program a process called severed and well hold on hold on okay go on okay go yeah, ahead, yeah go i'm ahead, just gonna go explain ahead. what severed is right so yes, what severed yes, is yes, yes. you split your work personality from your home personality so as soon as you go in and go to the elevator and the elevator goes to the bottom floor um something happens in your brain which you're you forget if you had if if we have two kids like I have two kids I have a wife you know I would forget all that and just go to work and that I'd remember only what I do at work I do, and my other personality doesn't know what I do at work I just they just know that I work there so I they and Lumen doesn't allow these employees to communicate to the outside world they control a lot um, and it gets it gets really dark so that's but that's like the, the concept of it. And then, Alex, you want to take over and see? I know you have some things to say. So that, that's what the severed process is. Yeah. W- and- one thing you missed there is if they actually do a medical procedure where they implant mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What, what's, what's like a little chip or tube or something it's in something the brain. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, I suppose it, it's, it's, it would be analogous to, to a, a, uh, somewhat of a lobotomy, I suppose, but not really. Yeah, or like Elon Musk's like thing that yeah. he wants to do to people. Like they implant something there that changes your brain. And they and, say and, it's irreversible. Right. Irreversible. And and what it does is, as you just explained, is as you're riding down this elevator in this in this company, at some point as you pass a floor, you just you you forget who you were on the outside. They they call themselves what is it, an Audi? Audi right? or, and, and Audi yeah. and Innies. It's Audi so, and Innie. You're an Audi when you're outside living your normal world, but in, in, in the Innie, you are just basically an employee. You, you understand basic concepts. You understand, you know, that you are a person, et cetera, but you have no memory of who you are on the outside. So literally all you do is just you work, you work, you work. At the end of the day, you get back on the on that elevator and you go up and then you forget who you were, work, you're any, and you become your Audi again. So this any, literally all they know, all they do, it's like, it's like, 
going to just closing your eyes, like you're about to go to sleep, but instantly opening them and you're back at the workplace because you, you have no memory, no sense of what you did outside. But it speaks to this idea, this concept of what I'm sure corporations would like to, to have an employee that has no knowledge or awareness or desire of the outside space. They're simply focused on their inside space because that's all they know. So that sets up the characters. That sets up who they are. Right. Yeah. But then, the, but then the company itself, they're completely isolated from other groups. This particular division that that is, they're focusing on, they literally sit in this massive room, four computers. So they can see each other, and even the work that they do is just we don't we have no idea what it is. We have no clue what it is. They just take numbers and they. They look for patterns and they put them into this this fo- file folder, and that's so, it. So, so Manny, what, what they work on technology that is in like really in the eighties, like eighties computers, and they're told to look for numbers that are scary. Yeah, and it's like we and still, I'm five episodes in, and I still don't know what that means. <laughs> you know, like we don't. That's just something that they oh you and they this the explanation is you'll know it when you see it. And then yeah. they actually have a scene where like one of the employees like sees a scary numbers and she's like, and it's like, it's, it, this is created by Ben Stiller who has some weird, you know, like cable guy, like he's had some weird stuff going on in his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this, there's something going on with this company that I think is going to unravel to. And um, essentially now that we're three episodes in, um, you know, if let's say us three, we all worked at Lumen together at this company downstairs and we all, but once we all clock out, we don't know each other. Like we, we you know, we wouldn't have memories and be like, oh yeah, that's my work friend Alex. Or, you know, let's go get a drink. It's like we don't know each other. And so, one of the things that's happening here is that some people maybe want to leave. And let's say, like, I want to leave. I want to send my resignation, and I gave it to my boss, and they say, well, your Audi said they don't. You don't want to go. Yeah. So now you have this conflict with supposedly within yourself right that and and you think oh if you don't like the job just leave but the person who's clocking in everybody doesn't know that they don't like the job they think they're they love the job or you know there's manipulation going on at at deep my a lot of mind fucking going on at the show it's it's it gets dark too the last episode alex just watched ended very out of dark and it's it's very very christopher walken's in it and charles burrow's in it um adam scott is it's a good watch it's a really good it's a really interesting watch it's an apple tv plus so if you bu- if you bought a new iphone you get three free months of it i'm not saying to buy a new iphone for it but um you know there actually is some cool content on apple tv plus we don't have time um to go into that because i want to get to manny's thing um and i don't know but i, I mean i'm down to have, set up another meeting if you guys want to go a little bit further yeah, little, I, if, if, if you, I mean, if you've ever worked in an office, ever been in that kind of drone mentality, it hits home. Yeah. Some of that other deep, dark shit hits home. Uh, uh, Arquette never speaking to her bosses. That hits home. The idea that there's always somebody who sits above somebody who sits above somebody. There's always somebody behind you have to answer right. to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's it's a, it's a, it's a real mindfuck, uh, but uh, excellent so far. Yeah, it it really is, and I, another show that I I'll I'll save it for for show Rex. Um, I I think so. We have a few minutes left in this meeting time, and you know, like I mentioned, if we need to, I'll just schedule another Zoom 
app right after this. We can continue and, and finish it off. Um, Manny, do you want to go into your your beautiful segment, which so many people love? It's a, it's our, a our weekly it's a, segment. Yes, I think uh, I think I'm going to have to. Sorry, I kind of dozed off when you guys were talking about Severance Package or whatever it's called. <laughs> um, but they, uh, I don't, I don't, I've never seen a trailer for any of this. I, don't, I have no idea what you're talking about. But um, they. I need to I need to come up with like a theme song for this intro. But anyway, yeah, we all right. One. So every show, I decided to do a little segment called "This Movie Exists." Now, what this movie exists, of course, is when there are a lot of lovely, extravagant B movies that need recognition, and then whenever they're brought to life, you're like, and you happen to stumble across a trailer or something. The first thing you ask yourself is, this movie exists? Well, yes, there are tons of those movies that that exist, and they should be acknowledged for their existence. And last week, or the one week before that, we did, we did, uh, what was it, Swole, Shrunken Heads, and then we did another one called uh, Killer Piñata, right? Oh. Well, this week's, uh, this movie exists, is a movie called White Dog. I sent you guys a trailer a little bit earlier. Did you guys get a good chance to watch it? Oh yes. my god! Yeah, and so All right. um, fantastic. Now you this B, movie, you said B version, B B movies, B movie. Yeah. Yes. Now, now this one surprisingly isn't even considered a B movie no, because not. it was actually brought on by a major studio in 1982 uh-huh. by Paramount Pictures. Now, White Dog. Here's a synopsis, guys, for all of you listening. A trainer attempts to retrain a vicious dog that's been raised to attack black people. That's it. That's the premise. (laughs) And uh, so the trailer, the movie, what it is, is basically this dog that was raised. They they, they hired an African-American gentleman to essentially train the dog by beating it and getting it to hate the color of his skin so that when the dog is older, it sees a black person and it attacks and kills. Now, the dog, of course, is found, you know, kind of like in bad shape. And this woman, of course, you know, the white savior takes this dog in only to find out that, well, it's not that easy of a dog to own. Right. And so then like, while other people are saying, no, no, you got to put this dog down. You got to kill it before it kills more. And then she's like, no, we can retrain it. We can save this dog. We can save its life. It can be trained for good. Like, you know, whatever. But yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it looked ter- it looks it looked terrible. Ah, uh, come I on. I mean, I mean, I guess you won't find out. Or you won't know until we actually look for this movie and watch it. Right. Uh, no. <laughs> This one looked really bad. Um, I can't believe this movie exists, but <laughs> awesome. What's What's amazing to me is, depending on when you grow up, right? When you're uh, Christy McNichols in it, right? Who actually was a very popular actress. She She was a, a, a young, pretty girl, you know, in the what is late seventies, early eighties. Was on all the teen magazines, on a number of different shows. A couple of films, right? So she was a known name in 1981. Paul Winfield, the character actor, great character actor, shows up in the film as well. Burl Ives. Burl Ives, known, motherfucking Frosty the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman. I can't remember the other guy's name, but it's a it's another ki- a guy who was on a show called uh, 
Simon and Simon, uh, a, a crime show in the early 80s. Oh, gosh. These were actual people who yeah. had a career and did a film about a dog that's been trained to attack black people. And it happens to be a big white dog. I mean, it, it, it's, 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 it's wild. And unlike movies, uh, Manny's past films like Killer Piñata and, and the whatever the fucking trunken heads that were released yeah. by, you know, God knows straight who. Straight to DVD. This was VHS Paramount. Movies. You see the Paramount logo show up in the trailer. This was a legitimate fucking film. And and I, I maybe it was like when did Cujo come out? I'm wondering if there was like a a Cujo influence. Oh, like a dog, like probably. A dog yeah, yeah Stephen. Yeah, Stephen remember King's remember Cujo, there yeah. there was a time Killer Dogs Cujo, and then there was another one about some other fucking dog I forget. But fucking that's that's great. I I want to see this film. I need to see this film. <laughs> yes, I finally picked one that you actually want to watch. Sure, sure. I well, want to know what the fuck happens to the dog. Okay, so does the dog get better? What? Go ahead, man. So uh, you should watch. We watch it in the, the next episode before we get to Manny's thing. We should have a little quick the thirty second review on how how this movie was. Um, okay. uh, I don't think we have time for show Rex today. So Manny, why don't you just take us home, man? All right, fellas. Well, let everybody listening. Uh, thank you so much for uh, listening to us. Uh, you can find us anywhere where podcasts can be listened to. Uh, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a little rating and give give us a little feedback as to how you're liking our voices. Yeah, and on, on Spotify, you can also leave stars now, too. So give us five of those babies. <laughs> All right, everybody. My name is Manny. My name is Brandon. My name is White Dog. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> My name is Alex. And together we are the Valley of the Nerds!